Welcome to the King Peppersnake Show with your host, King Peppersnake himself, Harry J. Riley. Welcome everybody to the King Peppersnake Show. I am your host, Harry J. Riley. I am in the sweatiest, hottiest room this house has. So this will be a quick podcast. I'm going to have to start doing these podcasts. If I'm going to do them in the summer, if I'm going to do them in this room, I'm going to have to start doing them with a slurpee. That is the only way I can stay in this hot-ass room. I mean, there's already a drone going on in the audio. I spent, uh, yep, I spent like 30 minutes trying to figure out what it was. I'm not an audio engineer. This house is not soundproof. Trust me. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Uh, Last week I had the fan on and I tried to get rid of some of that sound, but I was like, why do I need to do that extra work? I'll just turn the fan off, but it's about 74 degrees outside. So that means in this room here, it's 197. Uh, if you are in central Washington around Chilane, Chilon, Chilane, around Chilane or Wenatchee, come see me. I'll be in Wenatchee July the 11th. I'll be in Wenatchee July, July the 11th and I will be in Chilane, I hope that's how you pronounce it, the 12th and 13th, be rocking that son of a bitch, so uh, come check me out, my uh, show dates are always on harryjriley.com, you can also go to Harry J. Riley Funny Person on Facebook, or you can, go, you can check me out on all my social media stuff at King Pepper Snake. And it's spelled just the way it sounds. There's nothing fancy in there. This week, we'll be talking. Our top five list is things I wish horror movies would stop doing. And our pessimist corner is why horror movies aren't scary anymore. So let's get into it. With the top movies of the week. I'll let my daughter um do the bumps for now. For the weekend of July 5th to the 7th, some of these movies came out, um, especially the number one movie, came out uh, a couple days before the weekend. But I have the weekend numbers. Okay. So number one, Spider-Man, Far From Home, with $92 million. I went and saw that movie with uh, with Lady Pants, Queen Pepper Snake, and it was a great movie. I thoroughly enjoyed myself. Uh, there was some turns in it that I was like, man, come on, let's not do this. But they decided to do it. Number two, Toy Story 4. $33 million. Go ahead. Tom Hanks still making bank. 
that snitch, Buzz Lightyear, you know who does his voice. For some reason, um, I can't remember it for some reason, but he's a snitch. Spent 10 years in jail for um, cocaine smuggling. And not just a little bit of cocaine, a lot of cocaine, and then snitched on everybody. And now all of a sudden, he, uh, all of a sudden now he's all conservative and stuff. He wasn't conservative when that cocaine was hitting them nostrils. Number three, yesterday, 10 million. Number four, Annabelle comes home, not in my house, but 9.4 million. Number five, Aladdin, go Will Smith, do your thing, yang. Number six, Midsummer. That's uh, that's from the guy who made Hereditary. Uh, I think he did something else. He he does like the the movies that um kind of drag on. I like his type of horror where uh the suspense builds, kind of like um Get Out, where the suspense builds and it builds and it builds and like creepy things are happening in you know creepy things are still going on but the the tension just builds and then it releases and it's such a great it's so good that's my type of scary movie i haven't seen it though so i have read the synopsis on it though Number seven, the secret life of pets. The secret life of pets. Two something all, all of a sudden jumped in my eyeball. Eight men in black international. Number nine, Avengers Endgame, and number ten, Rocket Man. Rocket Man. That's about all I know of uh, any Elton John song. Oh, oh. You see, I don't even know the tiny dancer thing. Sometimes I remember it, but not right now. Especially when I'm recording. And that has been the top 10 movies of the week. Man, I need Faith to come in and get these things done. All right. I'm not going to waste too much more of your time. Let's get... God damn, can y'all hear that? We live right next to a, a, a landscaping company. Basically, the landscaping company uh, property basically envelops us. like Kind of like a U-shape. And we're in the valley of the U. So uh, you always hear trucks and stuff um, drive by, which doesn't bother me until I got to record a goddamn podcast. And all of a sudden they're like, hey, it's time to get to work. I got a feeling we're interrupting something important. All right. So I'm a, I, I'll give you a little bit of a start, starting point on how I, why this came to my mind. Uh, I was having a discussion, I forget with um, who, and we were talking about scary movies. And that's when I realized, like, 
scary movies have about eight, maybe nine tropes to choose from. And they and there's only about five that are always go you know, that are always uh present, especially in today's horror movies. And I was like, man, that'll make a good list. So let me look at this. So this is what I came up with. This is my five these these are the five things I wish horror movies would stop doing. It doesn't serve your movie right to it doesn't serve your movie properly to do this. And I just we just got finished watching Stranger Things season three. And about two of these things happened. Man, can y'all hear the dog bark? Damn. Why is my mic so sensitive? I'll figure it out next week. But right now, this is what y'all get. I'm sweaty. I'm tired of finding what's making that droning noise in this goddamn house. Do houses make noises? Like, with nothing on. Other than this um, laptop, not laptop, this desktop and my iPad. That's the only things on in this house. Even the toaster's unplugged. All right. Top five things that I wish horror movies would stop doing. Number five. Oh, the car won't start. Get the hell out of him with that mess. Saw that in Stranger Things season three. It happened like twice. It's like, what? So all of a sudden, these trusty vehicles, when you need them the most, are not starting. You know what? You can go fuck yourself. That's ridiculous. It makes no damn sense. And the person's like, oh, 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 oh. And then right when the monster's like right by the um door, it takes, I get it. You're trying to build tension. But that the other thing about building tension, but adding too much disbelief to it as well. And when we've seen this person use this vehicle all along, or it's not, it, or it's just a random vehicle. So you mean to tell me that a random vehicle, the average vehicle that you get in is going to start. All right. If you broke into a hundred random cars and tried to start them, 99 of those cars are going to start. And the 100th car didn't even have wheels on it. So I don't even know why you tested that one. That didn't make no sense whatsoever. And you still did it. What is wrong with you? Good gracious. I know you guys are hearing this. Sound like I all of a sudden touched down in Vietnam. The Viet Cong are coming out the bushes. Why is there a helicopter above my house? I have no idea. Maybe it's the Illuminati come and pick me up. They finally heard my letters. And said how bad I want to join their group so I can be famous. More, more rich than famous. I don't give a damn about the fame. Make me rich, bitch. All right. Uh, 
Number four, the mirror jump scare. You, every time I see a character go into a movie, I mean, <laughs> every time I see a character and they're looking into the mirror, I'm like, oh, they're going to open it. They're going to grab some pills or something from behind it. And when they close it, ah, the, the monster is there to stab you in the neck. I mean, the first 80 times I saw it, I was like, ooh. But the 80 first time, I was like, you got to be kidding me. How many people are looking at themselves in the mirror after all this horrible stuff has been happening? I haven't looked in a mirror this week. But these people are looking in the mirror after something's been chasing them, eating all their friends, stabbing them all in the guts. And you're like, ooh, I need to take a look in the mirror, see if these bags under my eyes are getting larger. Go fuck yourself. Number three, this is probably cheating, but I still added it because I think it's different. And that is the general jump scare. You know what I'm talking about. The um the protagonist is walking, or the protagonist heard a sound. And they go to the window to see what's going on. Nah! That cat jumps into the window or something stupid like that. I hate that. Because it at that point, we're, we're not watching a scary movie. You're watching a movie that's um, preying on my instincts as a human. Like there's certain things that your that the human body will do when it's presented with sudden excitement or sudden events that only the coldest of sons of bitches, only like Kobe Bryant and like uh and like Jeffrey Dahmer could just sit there while something just jumps at them. You know. Man, I'm glad that damn truck went away. Good gracious. Here goes another F940. Uh, sorry. So so that's why I put it in another category because it's, it, it's doing the same thing that the mirror jump scare is doing, except uh, I think the mirror jump scare is telegraphing what's about to happen as the jump scare usually has two outcomes. Oh, it's the real um, monster. But most of the time, and what I've seen uh, done in modern horror movies is it's not the monster. And then they double jump scare you with the monster. So they have been uh, doing little things with the jump scare, but it's still kind of... Uh, Praise on your instincts as a human that when something jumps out that you react and and I kind of think that's cheating because uh things that are scary to me are things that like I said earlier that builds tension like uh the strangers that's a movie um that has a very famous scene where uh the guy 
is um, the bad guy is just standing behind the protagonist, like way back in the distance. That is scary as shit to me. You know, and yes, they do jump scares in that. Um, they do jump scares in that movie as well. But what I love is how uh, they use those tension building aspects to uh, to get you uneasy. You know, I, I like that type of uneasiness as opposed to oh, I'm uneasy because they're just gonna keep jumping stuff out at me. Number two is the masked monster. I, I get so, uh, like, it was very popular in the 80s because it was just cheaper to just cover up somebody's face and just have it be. And I get I get the, the uh, purpose of having a masked antagonist. What you're doing then is uh, you're, because humans, we have this thing where if we can see your eyes, that means we can understand a little more about your feelings, about about your goals, excuse me, about things like that. But when you put a mask on somebody, you obscure everything that's human about them, and now they just turn into like a blob of killing. So I understand why they use it, but I just I just get so tired when it's like, oh, there's a guy that you can't see his face and he's going to stab you with a meat hook. Ooh, how scary. It's like, mm, not really, because what's scary to me is finding out why this antagonist is wanting to kill people. You, you see what I'm saying? Like, why is this person uh, in such a hurry to murder everybody? Why? Why? Why do they want to kill? Is is just as scary as who they're killing? And number one, stupid teenagers. This is my biggest pet peeve of every horror movie. The conceit of a horror movie is, is that somebody has to make a series of stupid mistakes in order for the horror to happen. Because if you think about it, most humans, if they hear something creepy in the basement that's making a whole bunch of noise and just saying, come down into the basement. People be like, I ain't going in that goddamn basement. I'm about to call a SWAT team. So, in order for all the rest of the events to happen, you got to have stupid people. And it's usually stupid teenagers because I think when you use teenagers, well, number one, it's probably cheaper for the movie to use young people. You can just pay them a base wage. That's why horror movies are so cheap. Just a bunch of young people in it. That's the, This is their first movie. And we all know how it feels to be a dumb teenager. And 
the older you get, the more you're like, ah, teenagers are dumb. So they feed on that aspect as well as that, oh, teenagers are dumb, so they're going to make stupid mistakes. And it also plays into the fact that teenagers are usually a big market for horror movies. You know, it's just a, I I think, I mean, I, I wasn't the type to go to any movie when I was younger, but I, I do feel like that's who a lot of these movies are targeting, uh, so that's why they might use uh, the teenagers. But it's always a bunch of stupid teenagers that go down a road they're not supposed to, or they go to a house to get drunk or get laid. Why are you banging in abandoned houses? Somebody is offering to have sex with you. Don't just say, all right, let's just find some dusty ass area to get naked. Man, get yourself a, a Motel 6 or something, man, and get busy in that. That's disrespectful. Somebody is offering to put their genitals or their mouth on you, and you're just like, hey, let's just find some dank-ass area to go to. Have some respect for yourself. And that's my top five list. Number five, the car won't start. Brum, 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 brum. Number four, the mirror jump scare. I don't know what sound that was. I'm sorry. Number three, the jump scare. Number two, the mask monsters. It's got a mask on, so you can't really hear what you know what I mean. And uh, number one, stupid teenagers. Oh, let's go to the old chainsaw factory. That sounds like a great place to do magic mushrooms. Fuck yourself, Gregory. There's always somebody like Colton or Gregory about to get all their friends and family killed. All right, let's get into Pessimist Corner. I I, I don't know what I'm going to name it yet, but let's just call it um, Pessimist Corner or Everything is Terrible. And I... And Today's little rant is about why horror movies are not scary anymore. Uh, well, for me, I'll I, I tell you about me specifically. But when I was younger, I had a fear of the dark. Because I grew up in a rural area in South Carolina well, where stuff would jump out at you from the woods. You know, there were snakes all over the place. Somebody told me there were monkeys in the in the woods for some reason, which I don't un know why I believe that bullshit. Lived in South Carolina, no goddamn monkeys there. If there were monkeys in South Carolina, somebody would have already shot them. And so I had a real fear. I had a fear of a lot of things. Dogs, the dark girls uh clean underwear apparently just had a lot of these uh these fears and as I and and that kind of translated into movies you know my family would gather around to watch like uh 
something like there's been many times that we had a VCR. The VCR never lasted long because everybody in the house smoked and it ruined the the V the VCR. But um, or either that or somebody would always take it and um sell it. But uh, there's many times we would have a a VCR and uh somebody would go, oh, I got Nightmare on M Street. Or I got Friday the 13th and I go, oh, God, it's just going to be a bunch of jump scares and stuff. And I got to sit here and be scared. And so I would just go do anything. And I was like, good gracious. You know, and when you're younger, movies took longer. It, it always felt like movies were long when you were young. Even though it was about what? Hour 30, two hours. I was like, oh, man, too many jump scares in that amount of time. So I spent a lot of my time uh, dreading horror movies. But now, I mean, I could take a take it or leave it. It's just that I can't sit through the BS of mistakes being made so a masked person can chase people around. That stuff bothers me. And I know that's not fair because there's tropes in action movies and stuff that I, I'm fine with. Even though I can see them coming, I'm still like, well, he's getting his ass kicked right now, but he's going to turn on his second win. And he's going to punch this villain in the neck. But horror movies aren't scared anymore because there hasn't been anything new uh, brought to the genre. Probably in 15 years, maybe 20 years. I mean, the Conjuring movies did different things with the tropes. You know, they 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 really used their cinema cinematography to enhance the horror movie. Um, you know, early nine eighties, nineties horror was always like uh, not really uh, imaginative shots. And it led to a jump scare, but what at least what the first couple of Conjuring movies were are, were doing, what they were doing, they're not doing what I like with like building tension, but what they were doing still shook it up enough that I was like, all right, this is worth checking out, and and that to me is worth, uh, you know, applauding, but. Almost every other horror movie, the horror movies that you see that last like a month and a half in the in in the movie theater, and then it's out on uh, uh, Blu-ray. They they just follow they follow these tropes because it's safe. I feel like a lot of studios, especially these studios like uh, A24. I don't know if it uh, stands for anything else. But there's a lot of these like smaller uh, studios where uh, hard, these cheap horror movies are the reason why they are still out there pumping out stuff. Like Bloomhouse, those horror movies are the reason why they're still around to later on make other things. Because the movies, because they, they're cheap to make. They're cheap to um 
to advertise. It's a horror movie. You know what you're getting into. So you don't have to take many risks when you uh, are making this type of genre film. And that's why I feel like there's just no... Uh, there's just no uh, creativity there. And when there is creativity, we go crazy for it. Like when um, Jordan Peele made Get Out or when um, Heredity came out, we were like, oh, they're doing something different. It's like, no, they're not, they're not technically doing anything different. They're just scripted. They're, they're taking away the the um the tropes and stuff that we are so used to and they're using them uh sparingly in the movie and they're just building tension because after because once you don't have the jump scares and the fake tension building and stuff you have to build tent you have to you got to get people uneasy because other than that it's just a drama so then that's when you use these uh, tension building uh, techniques to make the um, audience uneasy. And that's what you, that's what you uh, do. So, so that's why I, I feel like horror movies aren't scary anymore. And, you know, most horror, I mean, if you want to be even extra pessimistic about this, horror movies don't even get in a half of what humans are capable of doing to each other. I mean, you can you can go on the news right now and find out the most despicable things one human can do to another. And that right there is scary enough for me. I don't need extra uh, horror in my life. I, I I I can just I can just turn on any news channel and hear somebody getting stabbed in the neck, or somebody kicking a baby down a flight of stairs, or you know somebody uh, feeding their grandma to an alligator. You know, just just ridiculous things. And, and uh, that's why I believe uh, horror movies just aren't scary anymore. And the fact that I'm getting older and um, death is uh, more scary than any other, other bullshit that I can ever possibly see. So that's it for this week of the King Pepper Snake show. I will try to have this um, that drone figured out. Um, I'm going to try to um, change it in post. So if you don't hear it, um, then I obviously did something right. Um, I'm using audacity because I did not want to pay for, um, Adobe. So I'm still trying to figure my way around audacity. It looks like it was made in the nineties and nobody ever changed it. So, uh, give me, give me a couple episodes to figure it out. I've, um, all the other episodes I was using audition. That's, um, an Adobe app and I was able to, uh, knock sound out pretty easily, but I'm still trying to figure out how to do it correctly in, uh, audition. I mean, audacity, sorry. So, uh, 
Hit me up on all the social medias, man. King Pepper Snake. I have a King Pepper Snake show page on Facebook. My comedy page is Harry J. Riley Funny Person. Um, you can always find me there or the King Pepper Snake show at yahoo.com. I'll get a Gmail account so people don't think I'll, I um, snatch babies. Uh, Wenatchee, I'll be in your town July 11th. Chilane, I will be in your town the 12th and the 13th at the Ruby Theater. Wenatchee, I'll be at the Red Lion. Come see me. Just walk into the red line and be like, where that black guy at? And they'll point you in my direction. Until then, man, stay safe. Finger butthole. Peace out. Thanks for listening to the King Pepper Snake Show. Please visit us on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, don't eat the yellow snow. Bye.